Hello again. Welcome back to To The Saints. Oh man, it's a radio program. It's a podcast. It's a radio podcast program. All right here on the line and on the air. What you laughing at? I'm just I'm full of joy. Full of joy. I like it. I like it when we're full of joy. Oh, I, that's why I had two of you guys muted. I couldn't hear you. I didn't have you muted. You're unmuted now. We're in all our glory. I like it. Hey, to the saints, my name is R.C. Hey, this is Andrew. This is Tyrone. This is Allison. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. Woo! We're all here today. The gang's all here. The gang's all here. <laughs> the gang's all here. Yay! <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for some of that. We did not have a track prepared. So we had to, we had to our own. go for that yet. So, so, yes. Each program has built on the one previous. Yes. If this is your very first program to listen, and there are things that we're going to say that, you know, whoa, where, where did they get that? That didn't make any sense. That, that no. Well, we encourage you. There, there's 40 hours worth of <laughs> programs mm-hmm. yes. that, that lead to what we are saying today. Yes. It all goes together. It is the tapestry <clears throat> of the Lord, and that's how we get into trouble with Scripture, is we take it out of its own context, and we try to apply one verse or a series of verses to everything when we take it out of the context of the tapestry of the story the Lord has woven and is weaving still today. Yes. And today's program, last week's program, is no different. It's all within the tapestry of the Lord's story. Mm-hmm. And so if there are things that challenge you, you can ask questions on our website, tothesaints.com, which is where you can register for the conference, by the way. Um, and so if you ask questions, um, there's, a, well, there's a contact form that says, Ask a question, right? <laughs> I think it's what it says, ask a question. Ask a question. So click on that little doodad, and uh, you can have a form that you can fill out and ask a question. Uh, but we also encourage you to listen to past programs. I was just realizing, as someone who occasionally likes to binge watch a television show, we have enough episodes and hours to binge listen. Yes. <laughs> we do, if that's don't something we? you're into. <laughs> binge yeah. listen. I like this. Yes. Do, <laughs> uh, buckle in. <laughs> but, uh, and so, yes, know that we're not just pulling things out of a hat with what we are saying. The, the, this comes from A, years of walking with the Lord, and B, hours of programming that we've already shared on this program from January 15th when we started. Yeah. So, anyway, that all being said, we have a question for everyone today. And that question is as such. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me. And if you are listening and not dancing, (laughs) or at least bobbing your head like uh, Carrie is Mm -hmm. a little bit. (laughs) What is love? That's That's a... deep question that goes anything beyond what an hour and a half can describe we're going to try to do a little a little reframing today yep not necessarily home improvement because we're not improving anything Mm -mm. reframing 
is a deconstructing and a reconstructing. Yes. Uh-huh. Reframing our thinking. Yes. yes. Our mindsets of what love is. Mm-hmm. Whoo. And we've had conversations this week concerning this, and we've begrudged the fact that we were not recording those conversations. Because <laughs> 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 we thought, man, those would be great just to play right there. <laughs> and now, here we go again. What is love, Allison? Love isn't just love. What do you think, Andrew? Love is love. Love is love. All right. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that was the shortest show ever. Best one. That's it. I think we're saying that, once again, there's a difference between the love that the world, what the world says love is. I'll say it that way. What the world says love is and what you come to know love is in in Christ, in the Father, Mm -hmm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yes. The world says things like this. Is this Dolly or Whitney? Oh, this is Whitney. Whitney. This is Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great picture of the Lord, by the way. Randy Travis. A little. A little. uh, Country for you. What does the world need now? That's all the world needs. Love. I was made for me and you. All right. Yeah, so those are just a few examples of what. How the world pictures love. All you need is love. What the world needs now is love. But there's a little bit of a, a difference. Yes. Yeah. Because in one hand, yes, all the world needs now is love, but mm. not the way we're used to thinking of mm. it. Yes. Not our idea of love. Not our <clears throat> idea of love. And so I'll start with a quote from Watchman Nee where he kind of describes a little bit of the difference here. Mm-hmm. And then we'll expand upon that. So stick with us. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he starts by saying, human love flows from soul life which will cling to its heart desires and will call for love in return. Mm -hmm. The Lord maintains that such soul life needs to be delivered to death. (laughs) Though we do not now see him, he wants us to love him. He desires us to deny our natural love. He wishes to rid us of our natural love toward others so that we will not love with our own love. Right. Of course he wills that we should love others. Mm -hmm but not with our natural, Mm. solical affection. Mm -hmm. If we love, let it be for the sake of the Lord and not for their sake. Right. A new relationship comes to us in the Lord. We should receive from him his love so that we may love others. Mm -hmm. In a word, our love must be governed by the Lord. Mm -hmm. Should he desire us to, we must love our enemies. Mm-hmm. And if he does not ask us to, we cannot love even the dearest of our household. Yep. Oh. He does not want our heart to be attached anywhere because he wants us to serve him freely. Mm-hmm. God wills for us to be attached to nothing aside from him, whether it be man or a thing or even something conferred on us by himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those promises. Those yes. promises uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. All righty then. What do you have to say to that? Is that a question to the the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're taking your phone calls. <laughs> no, we're really not. No, we're not. <clears throat> so I guess we, with that in mind, we'll go to the concept of uh, 
deconstructing love. Yeah, what is human like, what love? Is, the what soul is, love. What is soul love? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Okay. Yeah, so what, yeah, like, what does the world mean by the term love? Right. And so we have a, a list of different things that we've come to know and experience and what, what's common and what's said in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of them is an emotional or, as Allison just read in that quote, a solical affection mm-hmm. versus love, which is of God. That's the falling in and out of love. Uh, yes. yes. That love yep. that's temporal or it's, <laughs> yep. it's easily shattered mm-hmm. or broken. I've dependent upon that. certain things. Yeah, it's dependent yes. upon certain things. Dependent upon feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially. Yeah, it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. Fleeting kind of love. And then there's the conditional love. You mm-hmm. know, I, I love you if. as long as or mm-hmm. if or while you are or so, according to. <clears throat> I was thinking about this as Allison was reading that Watchman Nee quote. Uh, a really simple um, <laughs> kind of litmus for if it's soul love or a greater love is if you are upset when you don't get the reaction that you wanted. Yes. Or when 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 there isn't um, something in return that you are expecting. That is that is not actually love. Mm-hmm. That's just that solical affection. Yeah. yeah. Um, if if you pour yourself out for someone and they don't respond in the way in which you wanted or hoped or expected and it upsets you then that's solical love. Mm-hmm. Because the greater love, God's love, can pour itself out no matter the response. Yes. <laughs> Which we've con- seen. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. contingent on response. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. That kind of leads into the second, that next one is mm-hmm. self-focused love. Mm-hmm. That's a love where I love someone or something because it benefits me ultimately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. I, I love Allison because she makes me breakfast in the morning. <laughs> or I love breakfast because it fills my belly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's bad. It's kind of like when we say I love tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We love tacos because love of tacos. the benefit to ourselves yeah. we mm-hmm. receive from the tacos. Because yeah. mm-hmm. how does a taco tacos. benefit? <laughs> it gets eaten up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, would we love it if it didn't benefit us? No. 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 We wouldn't say I love tacos I don't, if it didn't I don't, benefit us. I don't us. love no. snakes or spiders. Or yeah. There's some people. Or kale. I don't. I don't love kale. Mm, I love kale. <laughs> but kale does benefit I was you. Are saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. So that's a, that's the self-focused love, and then there's you know love in relationships, mm-hmm. like your marriage, family, uh, parental friends, uh, friends, mm-hmm. S- mm-hmm. sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. Nieces and nephews, aunts and uncles, cousins, <laughs> great cousins, great great grandparents, grandparents. Twice, twice removed. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and so those that's love and, and those kind of biological relationships. But mm-hmm. as we know, even biological relationships come to an end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that mean the love that love goes away if it's based on the relationship? Right. I would think so. If it's mm-hmm. based solely on that physical relationship, mm-hmm. and that physical relationship goes away. Where is the love? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. so I, I, I think uh, these are some, and there may be more um, <clears throat> in terms of things we use or review as love in this world. Mm-hmm. But these are the ones that we could think of mm-hmm. and that are kind of the major ones. And there's, there might be a lot that are under the heading of those. And mm-hmm. That's how we define love. Right. And the common denominator with all of these seems to be that they're coming from the self or the soul right. and they mm-hmm. end up being self-centered in some way, mm-hmm. form or fashion. They benefit yeah. the person. Yep. Yes. 
because the soul life can create a counterfeit. Yeah. And um, sometimes unless the Lord shows us or we allow the Lord to show us, we won't know that that is a counterfeit love. We yes. will think that that is love. Yeah. And then we will also place it on the Lord as that must be love too. Yeah. So. And so with these different types of, I mean, terms of love that we see shown in the world, there are, they, they are types of love mm-hmm. that they, that they match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll let somebody else share that. Cause <laughs> I, I think it, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> You may have heard before that there are um, several different ways that we can kind of split love into different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we say love in English, and we mean a whole mess of stuff. Yes. I love Bridget. I love tacos. I love America. I love mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And just to quickly list some of the huge variety of things that mm-hmm. uh, we can use love to mean. Uh, there's Eros which is erotic love, Mm -hmm. philia, if I say these wrong, somebody say something, (laughs) affectionate love, storge, familial love, familiar love, Mm -hmm. ludus, playful love, mania, obsessive love, pragma, enduring love, ooh, here we go, (laughs) falousia, self-love, I like it. Yes. <laughs> Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> Confidence. That's the, the two the saints pronunciation. <laughs> yes, it is. Which is official. Yes. Our dictionary coming out. <laughs> yes. It's the authorized version. Yes. So that's just to remind us of all the different ways that it can be used. And this is just an example mm-hmm. of, of how we use this term love. But really there's one main love that um, that the Bible talks about that we're referring to especially um when it comes of god yeah Mm -hmm. so anyway there is a difference between human solical solo natural love (laughs) 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 and uh and god's love yes Mm -hmm. so rc would you say that the ones mentioned above is probably pretty much coming from the soul i would say that carrie those are all what the soul can produce yes what man can produce in and of mm-hmm. himself. <laughs> yeah, and, and none of those are lasting. Um, and we'll hold each one up higher than the other at different times. Yes. Yes, yes we will. Mm-hmm. I mean, and mania, that, that stuck out to me as you read that. I hadn't thought of that. But, you know, you've heard of, I don't know, what kind of mania? Pokemania, Pokemon mania, you know, or... or <laughs> Other kind of WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. You can tell what uh, what obviously our kids are into. I know, right? By what ideas spring to our minds. Yeah, and so it's that obsessive love. They're just obsessed with that mm-hmm. thing, and it's interesting. And so yeah. we'll hold that high for mm-hmm. a while until some other kind of love comes along. Yes, it's obsessive love. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking. How, um, you know, we, we no longer have these sort of different, uh, differing titles or names for these things anymore. It's all just love and how confusing mm-hmm. and, and kind of convoluted that yeah. makes love. When, when one thing, love, is supposed to be all these things or not or, you know, like it just gets really kind of convoluted and, and confusing. Um, but the reality, like Carrie said, is that every single one of these soulish expressions, soulish manifestations, um, are just that. They're of man. Um, 
Well, if love comes from God, we know the soul is like the great copycat mm-hmm. yeah. of, of true things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I see these as, is just the soul trying to do what it can to to mimic this thing that can only come from the spirit. Yes. That has to come from God because God is love. Mm-hmm. It's Love is a person. It's not a feeling. It's not... Um, any of these other things are not what love really is. And, and that's not saying you can't use the word love in the way that we use it culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, Just be aware. Yeah. You know. That there is something that it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like how you said love is a person. Yep. And so that person who is Christ mm-hmm. in God in us mm-hmm. expresses himself through us human beings. Mm-hmm. And so it shows up in different ways. And when the soul or when we see something, the outward form, Mm -hmm. that's what we then attach love to. Mm -hmm. And that's the copycat. Mm -hmm. And that's and so we're once again going back to the beginning or source of where love, who love is, where it comes from and how it comes forth. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. So instead of what is love, the question should be, who is love? Who is love? Who is love? Well, there's that song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so maybe... We're looking in places instead of for a person. Instead of a person. The person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the enduring love sounds so so, uh, romantic. Yes. You know, and stuff, and people kind of just, oh, I want to grow old together. It endures and stuff like that. And even that, even that good love is still rubbish. Hollywood. If anything, (laughs) if love, any type of love that comes from the soul and not from the Lord to someone else, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, the wrong love. Mm-hmm. It's well, the wrong source. We'll remind again, it is the tree of the knowledge yes. of good and evil. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just evil, but good right. yeah. and evil. Because I'll be honest, I've seen all of these these different aspects, erotic, uh, affectionate, familiar, playful, obsessive, enduring, self-love, within the context of God expressing his love yes. through people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've seen it through his people. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. The thing is, is where does it come from? Right. You yes. know, because... Playful love in Oklahoma City, our, the brothers, when we would see yeah. each other, you, RC, you've, you've yeah. seen it. We can, we do things like little, but we, we like kind of tussle with each other. Mm-hmm. It's our greeting. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. everybody do that. That was just <laughs> that was just one of the things we yeah. did mm-hmm. because that was the love we had for each other according to the Father as unto the Father mm-hmm. for our brothers, and, our brothers, not our sisters, because that's not what we did. No tussling. So you're saying source is important here. Yes. Source, yes. Yes. Well, <clears throat> yes. And I, and I had a conversation with my wife this morning before we got here about we we've we've recently seen the movie Wonder Woman. Yes. And there's a part where they talk about love, and love will save everything. And I got to thinking about it, and we're talking about the source. What we're outlining here is a Christless love. Yes. A love yes. outside of Christ. Right. Yes. <laughs> God's love is inside of Christ. Mm-hmm. Through Christ, by Christ, for Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any kind of love that we look at separate from Christ is going to be a solical, human, man-made, man-sourced love. Yes. Yes. Which ultimately leads to one end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is death. Yes. Only the only end that is life is in Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is the good news, is that we do have a life ending. We can choose a, a good ending, a uh, 
happy ending. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but that happy ending is a person in Christ. Mm-hmm. Outside of Christ, there is no endearing love or obsessive love or any other kind of love. Even the kind of love that God is, which I'm sure Andrew knows the right pronunciation for this word. The agape love. Oh, no. I was waiting for agape, but okay. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Even that love, trying to do that or find it or look for it, like Andrew said, in all the wrong places, outside of Christ will lead to death, a mm-hmm. different ending, as opposed to unto life, which is in Christ. Well, I mean, it leads to exhaustion. It does. <laughs> All this, this pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you've got to be loving everybody all the time. And when you try to do that out of yourself, it, it's just tiring. Mm-hmm. As it should be. Yeah. I mean. Because it's the yoke of the old man. And that yes. yoke is heavy. Mm-hmm. Very and heavy. it's not light. No. It's burdensome. It's burdensome. Yes. So it'd be hard. You know, a lot of law can get placed on Christians with that idea you know, all, really all you do, you know, there's this worldly love that's expressed, but, you know, when you come into Christianity and things, the institutional version or religious virgi- version of it, you come up with a law. Mm-hmm. I should love my enemies. I should, you know, love everyone that I come into, and you're finding yourself un- it, it, incapable of doing so. Mm-hmm. And then that creates this internal turmoil what do I do? What do I do? And then I'm so horrible. I can't do this. Why can't I love these people? You know, I can't even pray for them, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on. That's because you're loving out of the soul life. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, you should get exhausted. And you can't. The thing is, is coming to the place where you realize you cannot love anyone. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is when we talked about, and we're going to get there, is the agape love. Mm-hmm. Um, that's called selfless love. We cannot do that. Mm-mm. Humanity cannot do that. There's only one person who can do that. And um, that's why we, you know, essentially separated that out in a way of we need to come to a place, humble ourselves to realize we cannot do selfless love. Mm -hmm. I I will never be able to love my enemy. The only person who can is Jesus Christ. I can't even love Bridget with a selfless love. No. In and of myself. No. No. Nobody. Not any of our relationships will ever benefit um, unless it's the Lord loving them. Yeah, you said humble yourself. I'm thinking of the in Peter. He says, "Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you." Casting all your cares on Him, for He cares for you. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means that we come to the place where we realize I can't do it. Yes. And so I say, "Here, Lord. Yep. Yes. You take that. That here's a care that I'm just. I've been trying. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Love. Mm-hmm. Can't do it." Mm-hmm. You can, mm-hmm. and we submit and surrender to him, and his season, he will exalt you. How does he exalt you? By displaying his life. Yes. Through you. Yes. That's the exaltation. Yes. His, it's his, his life, life coming through. Yes. yes. The glorification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that reminds me of a story. It's now a good time to read this story. Yeah. I got a thumbs up in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another watchman knee. Uh, He'd be a good guy to read every now and then for people. Yeah. Um, good resource. So in his in his wonderful little book, oh man, the Lord used this book in big ways for me, uh, called Sit, Walk, Stand. Yes. He tells a story, and it's a very short one. He says, an engineer living in a large city in the west left his homeland for the far east. He was away for two or three years, and during his absence, 
his wife was unfaithful to him and went off with one of his best friends. On his return home, he found he had lost his wife, his two children, and his best friend. At the close of a meeting, which I was addressing, this is Watchman Nee talking, this grief-stricken man unburdened himself to me. It means he talked to him. <laughs> um, Day and night, for two solid years, my heart has been full of hatred, he said. I am a Christian, and I know I ought to forgive my wife and my friend. But though I try and try to forgive them, I simply cannot. Every day I resolve to love them, and every day I fail. What can I do about it? Do nothing at all, I replied. What do you mean, he asked, startled. Am I to continue to hate them? (laughs) So I explained. The solution of your problem lies here. That when the Lord Jesus died on the cross, he not only bore your sins away, but he bore you away too. Yes. Which Mm -hmm. we talked about last week. Yes, we did. When he was crucified, your old man was crucified in him. So that that unforgiving you, who simply cannot love those who have wronged you, has been taken right out of the way in his death. Yes. Mm -hmm. God has dealt with the whole situation in the cross. And there is nothing left for you to deal with. Just say to him, Lord, I cannot love and I give up trying, but I count on your perfect love. Yes. Yep. I cannot forgive, but I trust you to forgive instead of me and to do so henceforth in me. Mm-hmm. The man sat there amazed and said, that's all so new. Which, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel I must do something about it. Then a moment later, he added again, But what can I do? God is waiting till you cease to do, I said. When you cease doing, then God will begin. When you cease doing, then God will begin. Have you ever tried to save a drowning man? The trouble is that his fear prevents him from trusting himself to you. When that is so, there are two ways of going about it. Either you must knock him unconscious and then drag him to the shore, or else you must leave him to struggle and shout until his strength gives way before you go to his rescue. If you try to save him while he has any strength left, he will clutch at you in his terror and drag you under, and both he and you will be lost. God is waiting for your store of strength to be utterly exhausted before he can deliver you. Once you have ceased to struggle, he will do everything. He will do everything. Yes. God is waiting for you to despair. Yes. He says, my engineer friend jumped up. Brother, he said, I've seen it. Praise God. It's all right now with me. There's nothing for me to do. He has done it all. It is finished. And with Mm -hmm. radiant face, he went off rejoicing. Yes. Which is a great ending to that story. But we've had experiences where we share that with brothers and sisters, and they don't go off rejoicing. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so I just I want to point out that God doesn't wait for us to cease our struggle because He can't He can't save us. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we were drowning and it was God coming to our rescue, He He doesn't have to wait until we cease our struggle. He's more than capable. The reason He does though is so that we will not take any of the glory for ourselves. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because if we think we have given one iota to our own rescue mm. yep. or to the situation, right. then we are essentially trying to usurp his glory. 
It's that pride again. Yes. And that's why he's waiting for us to despair, for us to become fully convinced convinced. that nothing of ourselves Mm -hmm. is capable. And then we leave it all on him. Mm -hmm. And he alone gets the glory. He alone deserves the glory. Peter, walking on water, takes his eyes off Jesus, starts to fall into the water. And then he knows he can't save himself. Lord, he cries out. Yep. Turns to the Lord. The Lord is waiting for us to simply turn. Yeah, to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, humble ourselves. So, um, I'm going to back up just a minute yeah. um, because I'm I'm really looking forward to getting to the agape love. But I want to bring to light that how we as humanity have <clears throat> decided that we within ourselves can determine what love is, yeah. and then. We have decided that we can determine whether or not God is loving or what he's doing is loving. Yeah. And then we begin to mold him into our image. Yeah. Because of our own determining of what love is. Mm -hmm. And so if God does something that we've determined is outside of love, then we either claim he's wrong Mm -hmm. and not a loving God. And therefore we have reason to dismiss him. Dismiss him. The Mm -hmm. Old Testament. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or... Um, if he does something that is doesn't look like what we have determined love to be, then then we rewrite the story. Yes, yes, and we we remold him into a god that fits um, into our version. Version, yes, yeah. great word. Um, and it it's it it's all over Christianity right now. Unfortunately, yes, it is this remaking God into our version of love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, instead of humbling ourselves, it was when you said this that made me think of this, instead of humbling ourselves and saying, we don't have the capacity within ourselves Mm-mm. to really know what love is. Mm-mm. And so we're going to rely on God to reveal it to us. So when he does something that we don't understand, we don't get to dismiss him no. or rewrite the story to fit. Right. We just acknowledge we don't, we don't understand yet. This doesn't look like what we know of love, mm-hmm. but there's a whole lot we don't know of love. <laughs> yes. There's a whole lot of space for this to not fit um, right now because of our limited understanding, mm-hmm. not because of God being a God who isn't really loving or us just miss um, us, us rewriting him. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, but Bridget... God really isn't that big. He can't really handle all this stuff, which is why I have to come in and help him, which is why I have to reason for him sometimes. Of course. You know, I he, he he's really not the God that I can throw everything onto, mm-hmm. that I can trust implicitly and completely with everything. I'll, I'll, I'll say it for you, Andrew. That's not true, R.C. Thank you. I was just about to say that. <laughs> That's not true, R.C. Um, so, like, for example, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. For example, when the Lord asked, because he didn't tell, he, he left the decision up to us, but when the Lord asked R.C. and I to leave literally living next door to mm-hmm. his parents, mm-hmm. an hour and a half from my parents, mm-hmm. close to all of our family whom we love, mm-hmm. To move halfway across the United States, from the middle of the United States to the eastern side, to join together with complete strangers under his headship, Mm -hmm. that to the world does not look like love. No. That we were not loving 
our family yes. in making that decision. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the Lord asked of us. Mm-hmm. And so we can either humble ourselves and say, Lord, you understand something I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that love is something that I don't understand. Or we can re- rewrite the rules, essentially, and say, no, God would never ask that mm-hmm. because that's not love. So you misunderstood God. Yep, I'm misunderstanding. I'm not hearing we, God. We didn't hear him right mm-hmm. because that's not love, and, and God would never ask someone to do that. I was got, that's why I had this scripture pulled up specific that kind of has to do with that. Mm-hmm. When uh, It says, while he was still speaking to people, behold, his mother and his brother stood mm-hmm. outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to to the man who told him, this is Jesus saying this, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Mm-hmm. And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, here are my mother and brothers. For whoever, who does, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister mm-hmm. and mother. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a display of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. The will of the father. Yes. Yes. If you love me, you will obey my commands. Yes. It makes me... Um, Think of why it's 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 difficult sometimes to to some of what we're saying, especially about marriage and family mm-hmm. and um, these things. But I think that the the thing that sometimes we miss in that is that marriage is really a shadow and a picture yes. mm-hmm. of Christ and His bride, mm-hmm. and the family right. is a shadow and a picture of the family of God, of yes. the real thing, the real yes. thing, it's yeah. the picture right. of and the real so thing. That's why there is love for those things. Mm-hmm. That's why it's there, and and that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there is a a an element to it that is greater, that is eternal, mm-hmm. yes. and that that love can be eternal love mm-hmm. um, within those things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It also made me um, think of this idea of um, Jesus at the time um, that he was on Earth in physical form, and how we try to copy yes. what he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, imitate, imitate. And I feel like that there's oftentimes an element missing from that idea, too, which is he didn't come so we can imitate him. He came so that we could actually live by his life. Right. Right. Have his life flowing through us. The love he displayed then for all sorts of of people and situations um, that I think we'll give more examples of coming up. is actually not something to just imitate and try to do, but to actually let flow through us. Right. Mm-hmm. To actually live by his life and the life of the Father, which comes through him. Exactly. Yeah, it's completely missed. And the disciples saw it. The disciples saw Jesus living by a different source mm-hmm. yes. because he was living by the Father. And that's what, that's what the Gospels were written to show, not only to testify to the fact Jesus was who he said he was. Right, mm-hmm. right but to show forth the source that he lived by and the new source that he was giving us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we read it and we look at the externals and that's what, that's what Tyrone was talking about. We, we see the expression of the source come mm-hmm. through in, in a certain aspect of love. Mm-hmm. And then we just copy that expression without first having the source. Exactly. Well, that's how when people would say, well, he speaks with such authority. They'd never heard somebody actually speak from that source. Mm-hmm. And so it sounded different to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. With a whole new 
well, they just said authority, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. <laughs> which the, is the closest true. thing they had had was prophets. Mm-hmm. Which was, but but even yeah. then, it had been four hundred years of silence, mm-hmm. right? At that point, before Jesus, all they had at that time were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And yeah, well, they had John the Baptist, but they didn't want to That's hear true. him either. No, right. they did mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, it was a little bit of that play. It was a little bit of just rejection too. There, it where it's just like we're not going to receive that, mm-hmm. which is self. Yep. Yes, right. It's not self love. What you're telling me, you're telling me to deny myself, and I love myself. I'm not going to deny myself. We, I, I choose Falausha. Well, how would you say that word? Allison said it. <laughs> I think I said Falausha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. Maybe we should have had uh, live phone calls today so someone could have called in and told me how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. So, yes, this, 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 the story that Watchman Nee told was get out of the way mm-hmm. and let this love that already has loved and is still loving, let that love love yes. through you now. Yes. Yeah. I think the, the important distinction that we're not told today as much in Christianity is that the source of us is dead. Yes. And we don't realize, and me being one of them included, and even now fully realize how much sometimes I can still live from a different source that isn't the Lord. Mm -hmm. But that's the working out or learning to live by a different life, you know, that we live, that, that we keep speaking about. And so I guess it's just kind of bringing around the fact that one, listeners mm-hmm. there is um there are two sources mm-hmm. there's our the source of us that can produce and mimic and externally um display uh what we think love is forgiveness mm-hmm. is any any version of whatever we want to come up with mm-hmm. um we can we can figure that out um but there's also another source and i don't know if people quite grasp that yet um, in a way of the Lord has always and that was his work on the cross was to give us a different source to live by Um, and I'm I'm saying that to be clear because and you won't come to that point unless you humble yourself Mm -hmm. and say I don't know how to do this but thank you that you have given me a source in which I can learn yes um, and and that's really what we're getting at today. And our you know our thing is about love. Um, we do want to one talk about the Lord and how He loves, and He's the source. He's the one that gets to dictate what love is. Mm-hmm. And if 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 you can't allow Him to dictate that, then you are operating out of your soul life. Yes, out of yourself. Out of yourself. And so that right there can let you know that. That's really where the gentleman in the story was. He didn't realize. Mm-hmm. It was really just he didn't understand that he was dead mm-hmm. and sure. that there was another source to live by. And I really do feel like a lot of us just fall into that. Yes. And then once we realize or that we come to that realization, we we can automatically yield to the Lord, to his source, mm-hmm. and be told those things. But there are some that really just want to hold on to their version of things. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to struggle a little bit more and for a longer period of time. Um, but he will have his way. Yes. Um, and he is just so you're clear that and we're clear we say that whatever the lord says love is that's what it is even right. if we don't understand it right mm-hmm. or agree with it or agree with it you know and um you won't hear us rewriting anything or any version of his story to fit um our, you know our you know to make it easier for us to swallow the, the lord right um, right what would you say 
I said, that sounds like truth, what Kerry just said. That, mm-hmm. wasn't, that wasn't relative. It's so post, right. Post-truth? Okay, yeah. Is that post-truth? Yeah. We can't make love what we want it to be. No, oh, man. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so well, sure. Yeah. We, want, we want love, but what, what is, what we're, what's in Christianity today a lot is we want love, we're taking love apart from Christ. Yes. Away from Christ, outside of Christ. And that's why we see all these weird things People just they, they if everybody is coming up with their own version of love, yes. that's why you're going to see all this weird crap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're everybody's deciding for themselves what love is, mm-hmm. you know, and then even that they'll decide what it is and start placing it on other people that this is what it is. Um, and so there you're going to get into a lot of trouble. And um, so then we try to keep fixing that, not realizing that the, the issue at the, the, the heart of the issue is we're operating from the wrong source. Right. Um, so if those for those who are in Christ are mm-hmm. dead to the old man, mm-hmm. yes, they're not their own. They've been bought with a price. Therefore, they glorify God in their bodies by the Spirit. Yes. Right. Then do we? How how do we we get, we produce love? What do we? Right. Mm-hmm. What do we? Mm-hmm. What do we do? What what, what, <laughs> how do, what does that what does that mean? I ask that question because I kind of have a. An answer. A, a scripture that I want to read that has Great. a little bit to do. Tell us, Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask this question that I'm going what to answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask this question. It's not rhetorical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Romans 5, verses 3 through 5. It says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, yes. and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts Mm. through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yes. So for all the holy ones, the saints of the Most High who are in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. Come on. We already have love in us. Yes. Yes. God. Yes. In yes. Christ. Christ. He's in us. Yes. There is no there is no effort in trying to attain love or or even produce love. Right. No. The Spirit produces love in us mm-hmm. and through us. Yes. Yes. It displays it through us. Yes. Yeah. I and mean, so really, mm-hmm. the our, work is done. It is. Our responsibility is simply to yield, yield to, to it. it. Yes. Can the branch produce the fruit? No, because you cut that branch off, it's not going to produce any more fruit. Right. Mm-mm. It's the source. It's the life within the root mm-hmm. coming from the seed. This is such good news, especially for people who struggle with shame and condemnation and those issues and may hear what we're saying as I could never attain that. If you are in Christ, he is in you. Mm -hmm. The love is already there. Yes. Yes, In abundance. And it's not something you have to attain in your own strength. It's something that he's given us in abundance. Yes. It's his life. It's a a portion of his life that, uh, yeah. Yep. It's the opposite of striving. You give mm-hmm. up. <laughs> so the reality is that, um, Tyrone, your question of how do we produce. then produce or, or manifest or express that love, it is it is the same as the life of Christ flowing out of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, there, there's no difference. It's not, oh, well, that was me sharing Christ's life and, oh, this is me over here loving. Uh-huh. They're yeah. one in the same. The same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because God is love. Therefore, mm-hmm. the life, his life coming out of us is love. Mm-hmm. We talk about being partakers of his divine nature. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is it. Yes. The yeah. participation and the flow of the triune Godhead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love to one another back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. The scripture says God loved us. We love God because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. And all, mm-hmm. all that is is God giving his love into the son and the son yes. giving his love back to the father. Yep. We're in the son. So yep. that, that there's 
there's nothing that we are actually of ourselves producing. Right. No. Right. That that life of God that we've talked about before the beginning, that eternal um, dance, that divine dance of laying oneself down, pouring oneself out utterly for the other, mm-hmm. for the sake of the other, because that that is love. Yes. That that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what we've been brought into. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this love we've been brought into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This agape love. Selfless love. Not a gaping. <coughs> <laughs> a gape or a gapey. So, okay, so we'll start here. At, um, this love is represented by Christ, his life, and his teachings. Feel good with that? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a good place to start because uh-huh. we try, no, seriously, we try to even rewrite Christ to fit our things. Mm-hmm. We talk about how passive he is or how mm-hmm. tolerant he is or how accepting he is because mm-hmm. that fits my personal beneficial feelings. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about this agape love as represented by Christ. Okay, so we have Jesus himself saying in John 14, verses 25 through 31. He's, this is his, kind of his final discourse to the disciples before his crucifixion. And he says, I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Mm-hmm. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. And if you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me. But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. John 14, 25 to 31. So here we see Christ. He's saying, but but he's saying it to point out what he's done. Mm -hmm. Basically, he's saying, this life that you've seen me living and and the things that you're about to see happen, I have done so that the world may know that I love the Father. Essentially what he's done <laughs> is he's taken this life in the eternal. So we were just talking about this divine, eternal dance between the Father and Son. And he's brought it down and he's expressed it on the earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the, the life between the Father and the Son. Yes. To reveal that love. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't say that so that the world may know that I love you or the world? Not right there. It didn't. That I love the Father. That I love the Father. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do as the Father has commanded so that the world may know that I love the Father. And the reality is, is that he gives us the same command. Mm-hmm. That they'll know you love me. Yes. When you follow my commands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you do as I command, the world will see your love for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for those who are hearing the word command, the command has to do with the law of the spirit of life in yes. us. The yes. law that's written upon our hearts by mm-hmm. the spirit. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, it, it's the... Because I, I feel... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say it's the command of what he is saying to us right now. Yes, it's not the command of oh, I got to imitate his yeah. external things that we just talked about. Because mm-hmm. remember, Jesus taught his disciples a lot of different things and gave them a lot of commandments. But mm-hmm. he said the Holy Spirit will come and he will remind you. Yes, prompt you. He'll bring it up in your mind. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather yeah. than you bringing it up yourself and saying I got to do this. Gotta do I yes, I've got to do this. Right. Do this. Yep. I got to produce this. I have to produce this. this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Romans eighteen eight through ten addresses that too. Owe no one anything except to love one another, 
for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, here it is, love is the fulfilling of the law. Yes, exactly. The Romans 13 or 18? 13, okay. 8 through 10. Gotcha. <laughs> Yep. And once again, love is by the Holy Spirit. Yes. I feel like I'm going to say that. Again. Again. Well, I yeah. thought Jesus fulfilled the law. He did. Because he lived by the life of the Father. Yes. Love. Mm. And it's a different kind of love than what we've seen before in it's the It's a world. different kind of love than what we can understand. Um, honestly. Because you also have Jesus basically saying, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. Mm-hmm. Mm. That doesn't sound like a guy. You have Jesus saying, and they, the, the unrighteous, will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Mm-hmm. You have Jesus saying, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. How in the world can Jesus say things so hard like this? Mm-hmm. Because he loves his father. Yes. This goes back to the eternal purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Of what his father intended was to have a people who display a creation that displays the life of Christ. Yes. His son. Yes. And when you have a people who are fallen and are living according to their flesh and are mm-hmm. in sin... You have to redeem them first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only way they can actually display that. So there's this come to me so that you can fulfill my father's purpose in me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you choose not to, because I'm not going to strip away your choice. Right. No, because that's you, not loving. Then you have another inheritance. Mm-hmm. It's not the inheritance of my it's not the inheritance of my father. Right. No, it's a different inheritance. It's a different inheritance. Yes. That yes. eternal punishment that yeah. Bridget just talked about. This is not like a it's not a fire and brimstone Mm-mm. message. Mm-mm. This is the love of Christ. This is like a parent who corrects his child. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just yeah. Correct. Wait, wait. What's this say down here? Correction is only seen as judgment to those who still love their sin. Right. Yeah. I wanted to touch briefly on the whole love does does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. That's even different than our understanding mm-hmm. of what it means to do no wrong to a neighbor. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have a certain mindset in our society today of what it looks like and what it means to do no wrong to somebody. Because now we're not, we want to be tolerant of everybody and accepting of everybody and unoffensive to everybody. I just want to say that's different than what we think it is. Yes, it is. Yep. Because his kingdom is a different kingdom than what we think it is. We are in the upside-down world thinking we're living in a right-side-up world. Mm -hmm. You know, Bridget, I really liked when you were pointing out this week when we were looking at a lot of these scriptures when it talked about um, loving your enemies. Um, You know, if they ask for your shirt or, Mm -hmm. you know, give them more. Or walk the other, you know, the extra mile, mm-hmm. or you know, all those things. And um, 
what I like that you had pointed out was the fact that all of those are representations of things we cannot do. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't to point us to, to produce those things in ourselves, like, oh, now I need to be the one to mm-hmm. give and give and give. Yes. It was to actually point us to the one who could do those okay. things. And um, I, I, I think we, you know, can, again, get very confused about what it is the Lord is asking us to do. Right. Um, you know, we think we have to walk that extra mile. We think we have to turn the other cheek, and we think mm-hmm. we have to do these things. And there's two things that come to that, at least in my mind. Yes, we have to yield to the one who can. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. But yes. we don't know that we, we don't. Know, first of all, we may not know that we can. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you that you can, mm-hmm. or you have been yes. given because you have a new nature uh-huh. to choose something opposite than yourself. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing is, is um, oh, left my brain. Okay, well, real quick, I'll jump in and yeah. see if it comes back. Okay. So, so the other thing that I was um, that I had thought about with this is that we also read that, and then we determine, okay, that's the way it always is. That's it. That was my so thought. So then, okay, then I'll yep. let you jump in. Oh no, that's fine. It, that's the way. Yeah. So we'll use those as um, that's the part we're missing behind it is the life. Right. There's a life that's been given to us um, to follow. You said it. The word, the way you said it just a second ago was like, yes, that's it. Where you um, you're following the life and the. Jesus was following the life. Even his disciples thought they knew what he was doing. And they'd be like, oh, are you going to do it this way this time? He's like, no. Right. And he does it completely different. And it it just baffled them. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's the thing. There's two things here. So, you know, we can take some of the things that and make a law unto ourselves. Yes. Saying, oh, I always need to turn the other cheek. I always need to do this, this, and this, and this. I always need to give my cloak as well as my whatever yes yes but the thing is is you're you have freedom to follow the life within you mm-hmm. and th- and that's the point i think the other vein that we miss is that at that very moment when that situation has is presented to us mm-hmm. we turn inward and we say lord how do you want to meet the situation is it you want me to walk this extra mile then great thank you i rejoice now that you've given me your life to do it right yes. that's what you do mm-hmm. You know, and then, and if not, he says no. You know what? I I don't want you to do that. And he'll mm-hmm. give you whatever it is that he wants you to do in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is with that, and, and and it keeps us from creating a law to ourselves, mm-hmm. saying we know every time what we think the Lord's going to do about something based off of our understanding of things, yep. and um, that just exalts us. It does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exalt the Lord, and it doesn't ever really give the Lord a chance to say something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's the part where I want, I hope that some listeners can come into more freedom. Yes. That you have the freedom to follow life. And you better believe life will always have the interest of the other person at heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes and amen. Yeah. Allison had her mouth open. I was just saying, it, the, the way of Jesus and his love will always be greater than our way. Yes. yes. Even if. It doesn't necessarily look that way at first. Yep. It yes. will always be the greater way. Yes. He has their best interest at heart. Yes. More so than I ever would. Yes. Yep. So we'll I can get, trust that. We'll yep. get into that more mm-hmm. coming up next hour after this station identification. You're listening to To the Saints. This is RC. This is Tyrone. <laughs> and this is Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And this is Allison. Allison. 